but, but they don't, don't point, tell me how to do what I'm already doing. At what point are we going to stop trying to explain the internet to people? Eddie Barella and Marconi Bologna. Find them at stores, websites, delivery apps, from a cow, or wherever you get your cheeses. Barella and Bologna. I feel like I have so much time and during the quarantine, some downtime between workings and doing various stuff. I feel like I've been on one of those Don Draper road trips where he would disappear, you know, and, and nobody would know where he was. And he'd come back with the Pepsi challenge or whatever. And then he saves the right. advertising industry and everyone loves him. Well, yeah. Pepsi like, challenge. <laughs> that was Don Draper. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank God, Don Draper. I've got an idea. And he's in the pitch meeting and he's like, all right, uh, he's smoking a cigarette in a, in a boardroom and everybody's having scotch. And he's like, two words, the Pepsi challenge. <laughs> <laughs> what we'll do is we won't let, we won't, we'll pour a glass of unlabeled carbonated soda. Damn it, Don! You have you've lost your mind. It'll never work. No, and then me. people will take the challenge and tell us which one is Coke, which one is Pepsi, and you if they choose how, Pepsi, you want to know <laughs> how I know that uh, this is going to be a good marketing <laughs> campaign? I'm a madman. <laughs> <laughs> And then end scene. (laughs) And scene. (laughs) Yeah, like, I I could go away on one of those trips, and all I would come back with is, oh, I I finally slept shirtless in bed. (laughs) And and that was, like, what I've done. Will you you sleep with a shirt on in bed? (laughs) Yes. That's a big revelation. Yeah, well, I mean... Listen. Isn't that constricting and, and hard? I mean, if I sleep with a, sh- a shirt on, I, I wake up in the middle of the night and uh, feel like I'm being strangled. Like, well, like an know, intruder came in and started attacking me. Part of it is I like to make sure that, like, if if I haven't freshly showered right before bed, I hate to get into clean sheets, no matter what it is. You know, if I'm just around the house or whatever. And so I figure if I have a layer, it kind of keeps that a little bit away from the sheets. I don't know. <laughs> and so, but the other no, thing that's, is. That's I, a valid point. So it, it might be that. So I don't get sweaty and like gross and then have to wash my sheets every day or something. I don't know. It is annoying to wash sheets. And I, I yeah. do tend to sweat at night. So I understand. Yeah. So part of it is I would rather sweat through a t-shirt. Then all over the sheets, I guess, but still, it's still gross, right? And human beings uh, but, are so disgusting. Good lord, are we gross? <laughs> but I can tell you, I never sleep shirtless, and I just started doing it, and I sleep better than I ever have in my entire life. I mean, I I, I, I literally <laughs> cannot sleep with a shirt on, but I, I used to <laughs> always sleep with a shirt on until probably about. I don't know, five or six years ago. And then I was like, what am I doing? And I, I, I was like, let me try this. People talk about how great this is. And uh, it took me a little bit to get used to it. But it really, I, I can't go back. I cannot fall asleep with a shirt on. I just can't, unless I'm taking a nap or something. The first few nights, weird. I had extreme nipple sensitivity. <laughs> and it was very difficult. Your, your nipples was- had to get used to the fabric softener that you use on your comforter. Yeah, Takes a little yeah. Bit of time. So... So I was just like, I don't know if I can handle <laughs> my nipples are too sensitive. So, but uh, I got over that and I, it's, it's fantastic. But, you know, for me, I guess that's the equivalent of like Don Draper going out on a road trip and discovering the Pepsi challenge and coming back and giving them this great idea. It's like, that's what I spend my time doing. Well, shirtless or not in bed. Really? Like, that's what my life has become during the pandemic. Don, you've been missing for three months. Meg, <laughs> I've got a great idea. No shirt while I sleep. <laughs> and the Pepsi challenge. <laughs> and the Pepsi challenge. 
Oh, I I find that I am so ridiculous that I just I have to make fun of myself because I, I mean, who like you said, who as an adult sleeps with a shirt on, an adult man? So you you would never uh, sleep nude then. That's completely out of the question. Right, and I'm I'm not and I'm not unwashed. Okay. You know, I make sure that I'm like clean no, and everything. I, I get that. I, I I mean, I would never sleep nude because I feel like there's just grossness. Even if I just took a shower, I don't. I want, don't want. Yeah, that. I don't want butt. I don't want butthole on sheets. You know, <laughs> right? Because it's, but then I, it's, I I dated a girl and she was like. She insisted on always sleeping nude herself, but it's okay if it's a girl. It really her, is. Her, it's her, totally her different. butt stuff can get every. I mean, it's and everybody has the same butt stuff, but her butt stuff is fine because I don't. I don't. Th- I think guy butt stuff is different. It, it, I uh, think. I think. I think you're right. This is one of the uh, the men. Yeah, between men and women, there are differences. Men butt stuff is different. <laughs> it is. It is. It's disgusting. Maybe is that because maybe we're just more aware of our own, our, maybe people just become self-conscious, but I don't know. I think I when think, you're, I don't know. What is it? What is, what's going on here? More hair involved. I mean, oh, you know that. Yeah. Things and can linger. Part of it too is, um, you know, I, I do have an issue with shedding body hair. And so, <laughs> If if I if I'm shedding oh with a shirt, at least it keeps it in a little bit. You know, like it's it stays within my uh, shirt area. I don't know. It's not you all over shed. the sheets. <laughs> yeah, I I don't want to shed. You over. are not hypoallergenic. <laughs> I don't want to be a sheet shedder. Okay, you know, you know what I mean. Sheet shedder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I also feel yeah. like uh, women, for the most part, are usually hairless. And they do take <laughs> much better care of themselves. I, I like my my women to be hairless from head to toe. <laughs> no, I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> from the like neck powder. down, from the neck down, there's mostly a hair-free zone. <laughs> uh, d- yeah. Depending, I mean, but even if there is some hair in places, <laughs> it's usually not as. I mean, a guy's got like the hairy chest situation. Sometimes hairy ass. You know, it's a whole thing. And women are just, you know, naturally, <laughs> there's not a lot of hair there. There was a news story just the other day I saw about this uh, woman, 24 years old, and she is model attractive. And for the longest time, she has been uh, waxing her chest because she gets <laughs> like crazy chest hair. Uh-huh. And just the other day, she's like liberating herself and saying, I will no longer do that. So now she's going like full on chest hair. So this is a... a, a like it, it's like this weird sort of uh, visual, you know, and good for her too. So there's a lot of like crazy set yourself out free. There that are going to be fine with that. But if you, if you had the opportunity to, to date a, a model attractive woman and she just happened to have, Oh, she, she, I don't know. looked like Robin Williams from the neck down. <laughs> would you be okay with that? <laughs> Robin Williams from the neck down. Um, like, I, like on a like on a very one woman's body that takes care of herself. I, 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 here, two things. Obviously, she's not concerned with what I'm thinking. So, <laughs> what I think does not mean right or wrong, and she should do whatever she wants because it's her body. But for me personally, I feel. I probably wouldn't be attracted to that. Like, especially when you gave the visual of Robin Williams from the neck down, like, <laughs> cause he was just, he was just like fur, right? RIP Robin and she, Williams, and, and, by the way. I don't want to disparage this person. If people know who I'm talking about, she's beautiful. And you know, she's going to find somebody who finds her very attractive. And would I, think I know who she is. If you said her name, no, it's like this oh. random, random, like Instagram, uh, model influencer influencer. Ah. I wish I, well, I was may, trying to find the story for you, but I can't. But maybe uh, she's, uh, you know, I mean, because I don't know all the things like laser hair removal seems like it's a lot to do. Yeah, she was doing that. She was doing the, the laser hair removal and she was doing the waxing and it's just got to be geez. just too much for her. And yeah. you know, I, I feel bad for her in a lot of ways because I'm sure it had to be like 
emotionally just horrific uh, to deal with that sort of thing as a, as a lady. And uh, right. I, I really have to hand it to her just like by being all out with it. I think it's like a lesson for everybody. Like to just, if you amplify your insecurities, I think that is like probably the most attractive thing somebody can do. And yeah. uh, she, she is sort of the, uh, the antithesis of that. And I wish her the best of luck. That's why I'm here telling you that I uh, finally slept shirtless in bed <laughs> because I'm amplifying my ridiculousness. Uh, you know how last week we were talking about uh, how I created a, a Bumble profile? Yes. Well, Bumble literally saved my life this week. Literally saved my life. My life was saved by Bumble. And I'm not even exaggerating at all. Uh, so I was, I was scrolling through, you know, Bumble, you know, you swipe left and right or whatever. And I ended up matching with a, a doctor, a doctor on Bumble. What? Yeah, a doctor, an actual doctor. So I, you know, got to talking with this doctor a little bit. And she said, uh, yeah, so uh, on the weekends, uh, I, I'm really not ever free. Uh, because I'm running uh, these COVID vaccine clinics oh and gosh. they're really, really busy. How attracted so to like, her were you? As soon as she said that, you're just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, what, well, just here, talk here, to me more about this because. Well, I, I guess, you know, here's another part of that story is I'm not that attracted to her, <laughs> but I swiped on her because she was a doctor and I just thought it was interesting. And I didn't think that she would swipe back on me. But anyways, so I'm not attracted to her. She seems like a nice girl or whatever. Nice woman. But I, but yeah, I, we just, I just started to talk to her and she's like, yeah, I run these COVID-19 uh, vaccine clinics. And, uh, you know, instead of trying to set up a date with her, I was like, hmm. Hey, you ever need volunteers at these COVID-19 vaccine clinics? And she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll sign you up. Uh, so this happened like, uh, two weeks ago or so. And I didn't think that she would follow through on this or anything. And then I got a text from her yesterday and she said, are, are you still available to come volunteer at this COVID-19 vaccine clinic tomorrow? And I totally forgot about it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, why not? So I got up at like 5 a.m. this morning today and I went to this COVID-19 vaccine clinic and I helped out uh, all these people, like a, a line uh, of cars, just car after car after car after car came through this uh, this, this vaccine clinic. And I was there like filling out paperwork with people, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it was really fun actually, you know, and it felt like I was actually, you know, saving lives and helping did you have out to wear the one community. Of those, did you have to wear like a hazmat suit situation? No, I, I, I'm an anti-masker is the thing. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not. <laughs> no, I, 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 just regular, I don't believe in COVID. Did I mention that? I, I just, <laughs> You thought it would be fun to, to get yeah. out there and gallivant with the kids? I was just there to own them liberals. <laughs> so, so but I'm going to screw with you liberals by helping you get that vaccine so that way y'all got that Bill Gates microchip. You are better than almost anyone I know because most people are like me. I'm like terrified to leave my apartment. <laughs> and Eddie, well, I haven't done anything like this in so long. Well, it's either like they go out, like I have friends on Instagram. I see them, you, they, it looks like their lives, COVID doesn't exist. And then there are other people like me that are just sitting, you know, in their apartment trying to exist and wait for this thing to be over. And then there's Eddie who's actually helping save lives. Well, I figured if I'm going to leave my apartment, this would be a good reason to do it. If I'm right? not going to leave my apartment to go to the Red Lobster, but I, like I'll my, leave, <laughs> yeah, I would leave my apartment maybe to go to Trader Joe's. But what you're doing is the work of the Lord. <laughs> and actually, you know what? I forgot how much I like to be around people, and I, I ended up being at this booth with a couple of paramedics that were really cool, and uh, ah. got to talk to them, and they were awesome. And then, you know, the end of the day started to roll, wind down. I think we ended up vaccinating like uh, 300 and something people. At one point, the, uh, the, one of the paramedics offered to allow me to administer the syringe to people. What? And I said, sure, I'll go and do it. But then like this, 
But there's this. But then a CDC official overheard that and just squashed that immediately. Oh my gosh. He's like, hey, you want to give it a stab? I'm like, oh, sure. You're like, I would be terrified because I think about that and I think about, you know, (laughs) inserting air into a bloodstream and killing someone. And I'm like, no. I, I oh, can't. I didn't even consider that until afterwards because the CDC person like was like, no, like like mortified that that was well, offered and to I've the watched random the, person. Yeah, I've watched enough shows where, like, if they put, like, I don't know, potassium in your bloodstream, you'll die. You know? Yeah, it doesn't and, take much. It's it is and, it's you have to be trained. <laughs> Somebody like terrifying. me should not be administering vaccine. Hey, That's yeah, yeah. Sure. You want to try this? Everybody's doing it. Come over here. <laughs> Yeah, that's the new kid. Yeah, let him. You want him? All right. You pick it. We'll stick it. No. And, and so, when I showed up, it's not like they asked for my ID or anything. I, I was literally just a dude off the street. Well, you are <laughs> the only Eddie in your area. <laughs> so, well, like, Most likely. So he, hey, no, I'm Eddie. I signed up. All right, get over here. <laughs> so they're like, the, the day's winding down. And believe it or not, like, so this was an appointment-only clinic. At least... 30 people didn't show up for their appointment. Can you believe that? At least 30 people decided that they didn't want to get their COVID-19 vaccine today. And probably out of laziness or maybe some were scared. Maybe some got uh, an appointment came up. I don't know, but it seems like a lot of people to me because I, I would jump on that opportunity to get that vaccine. And so there was like 30 leftover vials. And I don't know if you know this about the COVID-19 vaccine, but once you take it out of the freezer, you can't put it back in the freezer. So it has a short shelf life. Oh. So they, they had uh, all these vials out and they didn't know what to do with them. So they said, hey, is anybody here not vaccinated? And I like, I wrote, rose my hand so fast and they ended up giving me my first COVID shot. Yeah. Hours ago. So I am now vaccinated. I shot wow. one. Isn't that, that is awesome? Ama- that's amazing. And now well, and the, they, they, they are obligated to make me come back and get the second shot. It's like a t- I got the Moderna shot that's two rounds. Okay. Uh, and they're spaced like 30 days apart. So I have to go back and get this booster shot. But from what I was reading, I will start to build immunity in the next two weeks. And within two weeks, I'll have like 80% immunity. It's so awesome. I feel like I got whoa. my life back. Yeah. So what, but they t- they, well, what are the restrictions in that regard? Because... You know, you hear about people talking this way, but I haven't really known anyone, a couple of people, but not, I haven't had conversations with them yet. What are you, so you can go out, you'll still be masking just because that's what you do. Well, um, yeah, but I've I've, I've done a lot of research into it. So I'm going to have to still wear the mask and my life probably isn't going to really change until the restrictions are lifted for everybody. Uh, right. Because the the they're still trying to figure out whether or not people who are vaccinated spread the the virus or not, so they don't really know. Oh, but but I do know, like uh, I I won't die from this now, and like right, you're not gonna of... die. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that, so that's now so cool. now I know I won't die from COVID. And the, uh, the past year, I thought that might be the way I go. Like this huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders, and I'll probably like be happy dancing the street and get hit by a bus now. <laughs> No, don't say that. Because <laughs> honestly, it's really strange because I think about the basic things that I miss. I miss like ghosting people at a party <laughs> yeah. to go home early and eat pizza in bed. Right. <laughs> I miss, you know, things like that. I do miss going to like Trader Joe's, but I don't, um, I don't have a lot. I, I miss going to thrift stores. I love thrift stores for some reason, just to find the, the treasures that someone has left behind sift through their garbage. And, right. uh, and I'm, I, I, there's no way I'm going there now. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Will you use your powers for good or evil? I don't know. I may use them <laughs> for evil. And, and you know what? Now I, but now I have this, I've created this problem for myself. So as I said, it, this is all, <laughs> this all happened because of this, this, uh, nice lady, uh, this nice woman on Bumble. But since right. I showed since I showed up there and yeah. I wasn't there to like talk to her or anything. I, I was literal I was legitimately there to help other people. Yeah. And you know, when you go there or when you're in a sort of a, a situation where 
you're not paying a lot of attention to somebody who might be a little bit romantically interested in you. They become more interested in you. Yes. And so as soon as I left, I get like this, all these texts just thanking me and thanking me and like, oh, let's get together and this, and that, and that. And like, I, I think I'm, I have to at least uh, figure out some sort of a way to go out and uh, we can go on a harmless coffee date or something, but I have to be a friendly with date. her. I have to be, fr- <laughs> yeah, a harmless, a harmless date as opposed to the other kind. No, <laughs> I, I feel like a, fr- a friendly day. A little, I don't yeah. know. I, I just have to like somehow be in her good graces for the next 30 days until I get my next shot. Well, you're a nice guy anyway, but <laughs> I think that the thing too is what if you do like get to know her and you realize I am kind of attracted to her. You're, what if you're this right. Is, I should give her, a, I should give her a chance. Because Maybe I, she's just being nice too. So I think the hard part about being a dude, I think the DNA of most humans is you, you find an attraction physically to someone first, but I think women tend to have a like deeper attraction to men because most of us are goofy looking and uh, nobody Look, you know, most guys, you, you always look at like the attractive uh, couples uh, of of men and women and you think, well, how did he end up with her? Like what, what's going on? Yeah. And, and sometimes the women, I guess they know something that we don't see when, when they, we see, but you know, and, and it's always yeah. the, the initial thing is people always think, oh, that's sick. He's, he's rich. The guy, he's ugly, but he's rich. But you're you're a handsome guy. Now maybe this woman I don't know if she looks like Dr. Aegis with a wig or whatever. She looks like Dr. Oz. <laughs> well, she does with with no, a, with a wig on, I see. But uh but no, but I, I already I already know that we're not going to be a match. Uh because I in her Bumble profile she said a few things that uh just don't jive with me. Like like um, what? How, how she said, like in her, in her Bumble profile, she says no atheists and I'm not the most religious guy in the world. And I, I guess I'm more of an atheist than anything. So you, I don't, I mean, yeah, it's, it is weird. Cause, and this isn't like to get on a tangent of, of, uh, that talk because I was raised like you, I were raised in Christian homes and both of our parents are conservative and, uh, my mom, um, beyond whatever you want to call that now. And uh, it's weird because I'm of a mind that there has to be some creator of this, but I'm Elon not sure. Musk. <laughs> yes, Elon Musk. Morella and Baloney. They get excited about vacuuming. Eddie Barella, Marconi Baloney. <laughs> All right, uh, we're uh, we're recording now. Uh, are you ready? I'm gonna get a drink of. Get, get a. Do you have a beverage with you, Eddie? I do. Let me have a sip of my. What do you? What do you? Yeah. What are you water. drinking? Oh, water. I uh, sparkling. I uh, use my Soda Stream. <laughs> oh. Special yeah. So occasion. you have. You have a soda stream. What does that even mean? A soda stream. It means stream. I have seltzer water or soda anytime I want. Oh, so so it's like, <laughs> or you could just have a case of LaCroix. Yeah, I know. It actually is, uh, I don't think it's economical in the long run. It's more, <laughs> I think maybe you save a couple dollars, but uh, there's, there's a little fun? bit of satisfaction you get. Yeah, out of. Yeah. Out of like doing the whole process. I find it fun to make my own soda. See, I'm, I think too, like, especially during a pandemic, anything to just take up some of your time. And that's when thing. it started the pandemic because yeah. my uh, old landlord was getting rid of his soda stream when he was, uh, and he just gave it to me. He didn't charge me or anything. And he gave me all these CO2 canisters and everything. So uh, I was like, yeah, why not? It's weird when people just decide they're done with something and they just, well, I don't want to do, I don't want to sell it online or anything. Here, you have it. And you're like, this is like two grand. <laughs> it's it's, it's an expensive stuff. thing to keep up. Like when you buy it, the soda stream is not too bad, but maintaining the CO2, uh, it's kind of a scam. In my then opinion. are there syrups and carbonations and yeah, bubble you, machines? You, oh, you can get anything you want. You can make like, uh, I have some diet cola I can make. I can make bubbly oh. at home. 
I can wow. uh, make uh, uh, so you can make water. Like, you can make uh, Eddie Barella Champagnia. I can. <laughs> the possibilities are endless. So, uh, so that would be. That's what I would probably do. I'd make like a Champagnia. <laughs> just, just like oh, maybe I'll make yeah a little bubbly for New Year's Eve, and it turns out just like, you know, awful like Listerine <laughs> or something. Right. Oh, delicious! Yeah. But it's bubbly Listerine, like it's got carbonation. <laughs> oh, that sounds but, that sounds refreshing. <laughs> well, I I'd like to start out because before I we start the podcast, I don't know why I get an energy, like I get excited, but I'm also a little like anxious. Yeah. Like I don't, and and maybe a slightly sweaty, which is my normal thing, but <laughs> maybe a little more perspiration than I normally would have. So I, I try to like calm my nerves and like get centered. You know what I mean? Um, and instead of just meditating, which is also a good thing, I like to vacuum. <laughs> it just calms me. It just calms me down. Now, do, to, you, do, you, do you use one of those things that gives you just the lines on the carpet that I invented on last week's <laughs> podcast yeah. or do you actually use a real vacuum because it's all it about the lines you really need to we need that invention but i i, I don't know why because i i try to vacuum at the very least once a week right and i put it off until right before the podcast this week for some reason and i was like oh i better i'll just get that out of the way and that will clear my head. And it does because, you know, like it's in there. Like I need to, these are the tasks that I need to accomplish. And, and I'm thinking, well, I'll do the podcast and then I'll, I'll make some cornbread <laughs> and then Ooh. I'll be off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I'm just like thinking of all these things. And I'm like, I don't want to have the vacuuming on the list. I just, once the podcast is over, I want to be, you know, kind of done, relaxed time. And, but I'm, but it also helps me relax to clean. So, so you might actually vacuum after the podcast to relax, as after, even though you just vacuumed before the podcast. <laughs> yeah, like, a, like a warm down, like a cool yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, and so, yeah, so I'm, I do that. And I also like to brush my teeth before I do a long, because you know how it is. Like you, when your teeth are clean, you feel the energy. Like when you get a little gum stem, in there, a little gum stimulation. It feels, I just, I feel like talking. When my mouth is like, oh, I haven't, I had onions for lunch. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand that. I mean, uh, when you look at Michael Phelps, I mean, you're pretty much like an Olympian, <laughs> except your sport is talking into a microphone. Michael Phelps will do lap after lap after lap in the Olympic pool, but just gearing up for his big day. You, yeah. uh, <laughs> you, you grab the electric toothbrush and turn it on and, yeah. uh, stand there. And that's how you prep for your, your, your moment. This is your moment. Exactly. And nobody can take that away from you. <laughs> that's right. And then, you know, uh, what I, so I, I'm vacuuming, I'm brushing my teeth, creating a vibe room for my cats to chill in while I'm in here in my closet talking to you. And by vibe room, I mean... <laughs> I, I set the LEDs, you know, to like a low, pur yeah. like a low purple, and I put on their favorite show, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, or bird videos, whichever one is, you know, in the rotation that week. And right. so, and there, so, like, I'll just put on from the pilot. There's two seasons, and uh, and they just like chill out for whatever reason, because that that show they just they love it. I don't. It's weird, and so. Yeah. I mean, what, you don't create a, a, a vibe room for your uh, Mr. McDougal? Uh, for, for my dog, actually, I almost texted you this uh, uh, the other day. What really <laughs> gets my dog, like, calmed down and making him want to sleep is if I play back our podcast. I don't know what it is, but there's something about your voice specifically that makes him, he jumps on the couch, he curls in a little ball, and he just sleeps like he ran around the block five times. Like, he just loves it. Uh, wow. it's so comforting to him. In fact, I think you can hear me right now through the headset. He just walked over and curled in a little ball and he's laying right next to me right now. My voice puts dogs to sleep. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm here to do. Yeah. I'll try to talk in soothing tones the entire time. <laughs> so yeah. I like to vacuum. I brush my teeth and create a vibe room for my cats. And I do it for your dog too. If he was here, um, 
you know, they like their playlist. Bird videos are big for them too, but sometimes that's too stimulating. Yeah. I like to keep uh, something that's kind of calm. It's almost, as, I mean, and sometimes I do, I like to give them a little um, catnip before I come in into uh, do a, just so they're chill. Because as you know, cats, if you close a door, they don't like that. And they start making noise. And even though I'm in a you know, vacuum sealed, airtight, Ziploc, I don't know if it's a Ziploc, <laughs> but it's a locked, Ziploc. you know, studio, even though it's just a closet. Uh, I've created. You don't have like the Ziploc thing on the on the edge of your door. That'd be awesome, <laughs> right? They should make that. Why <laughs> yeah. haven't they? We need a rake for the carpet. <laughs> I, I know there's got to be a this rake. A, there has to be. This uh, would be a it, house of horrors. <laughs> and a Ziploc door. Uh, Ziploc doors and a rake <laughs> instead of back. Like if I had, a, if I bought, or if I got an Airbnb like that, I think I'd immediately run. Right, because you know you're you're about like Dexter was in the waiting for you in the closet or something, yeah. um, uh, like uh, so. Any so <laughs> I create rake. the whole vi room, and then I'm as I'm brushing my teeth. You know, you got the two minutes going on the. Oh, what do you do? You use a quip. I use quip. This isn't a commercial, but I really like it because because <laughs> because I forget like you forget when to rebuy your toothbrush, and they just send them to you, and it's it's great. So and it. You know, you do the two minutes and you're done. You do your two minutes twice a day and you're done. Right. Or more, depending on how much gum stem you want. <laughs> but, um, but I like to, I don't know why, because you'd think you just stand in front of the sink and uh, get, get the done, you know, brushing your teeth two minutes. But I like to stare out the window when I'm brushing my teeth. So I'm looking out the window over the corridor and suddenly I stop because I see a silhouette. A silhouette of a man in a window. Doing the Fandango. <laughs> he may or may not be doing the Fandango. But I look at him and I think, is he on the inside? Is he doing like the, what's the guy's name from Silence of the Lambs? Like, uh, what's his Hannibal. name, Bob? No, Bob, uh, the, the skin guy. <laughs> the back skin oh. guy. Oh. Anyway, yeah, I can't uh, Buffalo Bob. Is he yeah, doing yeah, the yeah, Buffalo yeah. Bob dance where he's Buffalo talking Bill. and he's or Buffalo, Bob. but it's Buffalo Bob, right? I thought. Maybe it's, I, I thought it was Bill, but maybe not. I think Anyways. Buffalo Bill is like a, like a Western cowboy guy. I, I could be wrong. What do I know? Ooh, it's yeah. either, either way, that doesn't matter. But it's, uh, he looks like maybe he's dancing. I just see a silhouette, but it's in the window and he's standing at the base of the window. So I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Is he inside or outside? And I start thinking, am I about to see someone jump from their window? And it's like he's on like the 15th floor or something. I don't know. Oh, man. Across the corridor. And so I'm thinking, uh, but I, I want to get ready because it's right before you and I start talking. So I'm like trying to get everything done. But I, I keep my eye on the silhouette thinking if I got to find out if he's on the inside or the outside. So I get that done. Then I'm like, oh, I better, I better floss too. Cause I, you know, I want to be, I want to be this fresh. This guy may be leaping to his death, but I have to <laughs> floss twice a day. My dentist said so. <laughs> All right. I got to get the gum stem full stem. And then, <laughs> and then I get done with that. I'm like, well, I better mouthwash too, just to. Oh just yeah. To <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> just a, the egg, I've gone this Together. far. Come on. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So I do the whole thing. And then I'm like, oh, well, I've got to, yeah, you know, I, I have a really sensitive nose, so I've got to constantly be blowing my nose. And I, I use Q-tips. I don't know if you do this. Do you use Q-tips on your nose ever? Like inside? Inside yeah, of the nose? I've constantly. never tried that. But I feel like this it is really, a life hack. It really, it really is because I have like a narrow um, breathing hole in my nostril. I don't know if that's a normal thing for anybody, but I know some people Is get surgery. Is it supposed surgeries. to be big? <laughs> I think so. I just have always had like a, re a hard time breathing through my nose. So I have to keep it clear constantly. So that's another thing. Right before I go to talk, I like to make sure everything is okay. You know, I'm prepared. So I'm like, one more thing. I have to clean my, I have to make sure, blow my nose, all that kind of stuff. But this guy is still in the window. And what if he jumps? Right. And so, and oh, but I'm, you also I'm have having... to vacuum too before you check on them. <laughs> 
It's like a bad dream where you have to do a bunch of stuff before you do the thing <laughs> yeah. that you're really concerned about. Oh, like, yeah. Like you're, you're in slow motion the whole time. Like you're. Yeah. yeah you're, I, you're, oh, I hate that. You're feeling. swimming in gravy. You can't breathe. Oh, but you're like. Worst feeling. So, anyway. So, so, but I keep an eye on it, and the guy's still in the window doing his Buffalo Bill Bob, <laughs> Bilbo Baggins, whatever, uh, dance in the window, and I see the silhouette, and I'm like, what is going on? So, I'm done with everything. I'm prepared. I pull out the binoculars. Because <laughs> you don't live, I'm sorry, I don't know anyone in apartments, like buildings where you uh, can look down the that don't have a pair of binoculars. And I got them from an ex. So it's not as creepy as it might. I didn't you got like them, buy them. Uh, from an ex? Or from, well, it, for like an ex? As a, as a gift from... To monitor the ex. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. Oh, okay. it, was a, it was a gift because I've always lived in a building. Uh, yeah, you know. what, what, what floor are you on? I mean, because you're, you're in a big city and I understand it because it's pretty cool. You actually have a really cool view. It's the like the 23rd floor. That's cool. <laughs> like Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and but you look out, and so I occasionally you'll see something on the ground, and you're like, what is that? Is that a dead rat? What? I don't really, I don't, I'm not like, the only reason I'm explaining it is because it does sound creepy to say, well, I pulled out the binoculars. <laughs> 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 and meanwhile, most people that live in buildings also have telescopes. You know, I'd, if you watch TV, you'd think everyone has a telescope that lives in a building. But um, yeah. So I'm looking through the binoculars and I'm focusing in. And the guy isn't dancing at all, but it looks like he's dressed head to toe in like combat gear. With a, like, he looks like a silhouette of a man with a gun or something. Like, he's jostling around, like he's practicing or, I don't know. And I'm, I'm kind of freaking out. Like, is this guy seeing, does he have, like, binocular goggles on? Is he watching me now? Look at him. Like, and, and it's not like, it's, it's, it's far enough to where I need a binocular to look at him to see the detail. But as I notice, like, it's, he's just like painting the frame of the window or something because he's on a ladder and he's not oh. standing anywhere. He's not standing on the, in the window and he's not on the outside. And I was just like, Oh, why did I even care? <laughs> like, I, I but think it was, you, were, you were secretly hoping he would have skinned you alive. <laughs> really? Yeah, like, I mean, it would, like, it'd be like, it'd be like a rear window like, where he catches you're, you're me like, with the binoculars, like, like you're Jimmy like so Stewart. Right. <laughs> it sounds like you were really, really disappointed that all he was doing was painting and like not trying to I murder really you. I kind of wanted a mis murder mystery situation, but I didn't get it. And, uh, he's safe. Thank God. Well, you'll be on my favorite murderer another day. Or my favorite murderer. <laughs> Everybody has been telling me that this TV show Lupin is supposed to be good. Um, have, you, have you checked this out? It's on P-I-N-L-U-P-I-G-F-S-9. I don't know. It's on It's on Netflix. And okay. Yeah. I, I started watching it, and I, I, I feel like I got real. I don't know why people are recommending this show to me all the time, but so I, I put it on, and I, I was sort of starting to get into Lupin and I was about three quarters away through an episode before I realized that something was just really, really off about it. And it's one of those shows that is uh, that Netflix pretends like it's an original and they poured it in from like Europe or South America or something. Oh. And it's apparently a French show and it was all uh, shot and the actors were speaking of French. So they oh, read, they, they overdubbed it with English speaking people. It's half. I hate that. It's the worst. As soon as I realized that I couldn't watch it anymore. Right. I couldn't I'd watch rather, it. I, I had to get I'd rather out. just have I'd rather just have, you know, the the capture a capture on the screen like you could just read the the instead cuz it takes you out of it. It's not right. It it does I don't even want the caption though. I don't, I'm not going to listen to fr to French dialogue and then have subtitles to read. I wasn't interested in that. <laughs> I wanted to just just veg out and watch this stupid Lupin show that everybody has been raving. By the way, not that good either. I didn't think it was so you didn't like it, and it was so. Do you think it would be good if it was not dubbed? Like if maybe if it wasn't in, maybe it gets if better. it was in English. 
But I, I think like these people who are recommending it to me haven't realized that it's overdubbed or something. Because I, I asked people, oh. I was like, oh, is this uh, is this an English show, like an English speaking show? I even said that. And someone's like, yeah, I don't know. What are you talking about? I, I think some people are duped by it. But I'm wa- when I'm watching these TV shows, I watch the mouth for some reason of the of the actors. Like I'm kind of obsessed with their, I, I, I don't know, I, the way that. Part of it has to do with my sound bar and the way I have my uh, my living room set up is there used to be a little bit of a delay between when people would speak and then when the audio would come out of the sound bar. And ever since I fixed that, I've always been sensitive to noticing the movement of the lip. So I'll pay a little attention. Like, is my sound bar working? Okay. I haven't had sound a problem. Sound bar like, sensitivity. I didn't know. I, I didn't know that was a it's thing. It's a real thing. And nobody's being <laughs> sensitive to my sound bar sensitivity. But I... Oh. I I ha- I uh, even though I haven't had this problem with my soundbar for like five years, I am still always thinking that it's a problem happening. Eddie but, Soundbarella. Yeah, but but that this show your- is horrible. That's, <laughs> don't watch this show; it really is bad. Don't watch Lupin. I don't care how many people recommend it to you. Don't watch it. It also made me sad too, Lupin. I remember getting mm. feelings of sadness uh-huh. because it's all shot in Paris. And oh, you wanted to be there. Yeah. Then I think the last time I was in Paris, the world wasn't in a pandemic. And I, I was just like, oh, there's the loo. And there's, oh, that, <laughs> that area of Paris. Oh, look at all you people. Are you just so fantastic? And I'm not there. I love, and I, yeah. I love Paris and I love the cuisine and I would love to be there. And I would do my best not to be like the typical American tourist. Um, but like, I tried my damned, like in high school, I took French. I got to French too. And, um, I, I can't remember. I remember barely any of it because I, well, thought, I, I learned I, like three things, three things to say before I went, I tried to learn did, more. Did you watch the Anthony Bourdain special when he went to Paris and like did the absinthe that was made in the bar? And yeah. He, yeah. I mean, like that's, that's, uh, that they used to be part of my travel plans before going somewhere. Did Anthony go or Bourdain go there? Uh, did he <laughs> right? definitely got to watch it, but now yeah. I don't, I can't watch Anthony Bourdain anymore ever since what, what he, what happened. I, uh, it's so sad. It's I so know. sad. Cause he's one of those guys that I looked up to and I was like, this, yes. this guy has like the coolest life in the world. And, uh, like, you're like, like this is a guy him. who finally has it together. He finally gets life. Yeah. And uh, he yeah. travels and hangs out with, cool people and uh, drinks a lot in all these crazy different com- uh, countries and uh, tries amazing food. And, like, and then I was like, then, then what happened happened. And it's like, Oh, then the whole fantasy kind of went away. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's really sad. Now I get saddened with, with Anthony Bourdain. But have know. you, have you been to Paris? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been there and that, that's part of the reason why this loop made me uh, sad is I was like, last time I was in Paris, uh, yeah, none of this crap was going on with the pandemic. And then I just got really depressed about not being able to travel. And I was like, ugh, ugh I hate this. So I, <laughs> I, Lupin just, it, it annoyed me because of the, the, uh, the overdubbing with English. And it also literally depressed me. So it gets zero stars. <laughs> Whoever, I don't, I don't, yeah. And this is in no way me trying to take over your segment by any means. Take it but over. I will, uh, there's two shows. That's all I got. That I highly recommend. One is a yeah. series, and it and has our friend Nick Offerman. It's called Devs, D E V S, and I believe it's on Hulu. It's fantastic. Devs. I think I, I scrolled past it. I'll have to. I looked on because I I don't always know because because Obama has good taste. I feel, and he has <laughs> an annual list. And I looked on it and I was like, well, who am I to not try a couple of these shows? Because Obama's pretty smart, you know, maybe a couple of books I should try too. But uh, Devs was one of the, t- one of the ones. And I looked at it and I was like, this is really good. And well, you know, what's, re- what's not on Obama's list is uh, Lupin. <laughs> Lupin isn't there. It's not there. Podcasting is a weird medium because 
it's like radio, but there's no, because in radio, you have to hold an audience for a certain amount of time in order to um, generate revenue, to make an income, to get a rating. And then the ratings yeah. uh, that you make, make it possible to get more revenue, da, 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 da. Podcasting, you can talk about whatever. You don't have to hold an audience. Um, if you build an audience, that's great. But maybe the, and, and most of the podcasts you listen to are just people talking and maybe they are kind of boring in parts of it. So you skip through, you know what I mean? So it's different from radio where you don't skip through. It's just live. But the yeah. other thing is, there's all this language about podcasting that always confuses me. It's like, on radio, people don't say radio all the time. But podcasting, for whatever it is, everyone says the, the word podcast or on the podcast or next week's podcast. They always have to say that. It's like yeah, a, yeah, po they, podcast. They don't say show. Nobody says show. It's always no. It's not a show. Yeah, it's, it's a always podcast, podcast. podcast. I don't know. Do you do you not like that? Would you prefer they said something else or Man, uh, maybe? I don't. I don't even know what the answer would be. The other thing that really bugs me is at the end of every episode, uh, find us on Apple, Google Play. Da -da -da -da. Yeah, it's like you already found the show. You're listening to the podcast, so clearly all, you found it. They all have to say, or wherever you get your podcast. And there's no other thing out there that does it the same. Like you would never hear somebody say, find them at stores, websites, Daryl on Etsy, or wherever you get your slippers. You know, like, <laughs> yes. like, like you don't hear, find them at stores, websites, delivery apps from a cow or wherever you get your cheeses. Like right. there's, <laughs> yes, find it yes. at a a pizza store, a delivery app, directly from an oven, or wherever you get your pizza. <laughs> You're <laughs> like so it's just, right. It's so dumb. And I don't know, how do we get bamboozled, <coughs> excuse me, as podcasters into using, everyone uses that t terminology. At the It's like, did we sign up and suddenly it's like, no, you have to say this at the end of your episode so it sounds official or something. I don't know. Everybody d just does it. And I, it does drive me nuts too, just because if it, you clearly know how to navigate podcasts, if you're listening to a podcast, right. what they need to be telling that to people is people who aren't listening to the podcast. Here's well, how I you find a podcast. You go to Apple, you go to Spotify, you go to these other options, wherever you can find your fine podcasts, but, but they don't, don't point, tell me how to do what I'm already doing. At what point are we going to stop trying to explain the internet to people? It seems like an endless ploy. I know. Like, that there too. aren't enough people using it. And the ones that don't use it, like somehow it's going to be better if they're involved. Like most of the people that don't know or ha can't figure out the internet by now are people you don't want using it because they're just, so, they would be so annoying and ask so many questions that you'd, you'd want to kill yourself. So like, yeah, I mean, it should be as simple as saying I have a podcast that's called Marconi Baloney. And yeah. you just, that's all you should say. Then, then people who want to find it, they'll go find it. People yeah. who don't know how to find it. Yeah, I'm not going to sit there and, you know, like look over somebody's shoulder and like, no, no, no. Get that app. No swipe there. No press that. Blah, blah. Like, I, it just seems it's like just, you're, they're preaching to the choir in these, in these things. And I, does that do any good though, to put that at the end of a podcast? <laughs> that little preachy thing, the call to action, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Does that convert into more listeners in any, 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 any Not way? one. And, the, and everybody already does listening. It. Yeah, it's also self-important, I feel like, because yeah. it's like, oh, we just did something. Oh, <laughs> uh, there was only two of us in this room that talked into a microphone for uh, 60 minutes or 60 seconds or whatever the fuck the podcast is. Let's uh, let's come up with some sort of credits. Let's make some credits roll. Yeah. At the end of our BS, that way oh. we are a little bit more important. And I do. I don't mind like a tiny, like if someone needs a tiny intro, you know, like uh, on a couple of my podcasts, I would take highlights at the beginning from the episode and play them. Like, here's what's coming up, kind of thing, without saying that, and then right into it. But these people that have these long intros with self-important grandization, that's just ridiculous. Just get into it. Yeah. 
I know. It, it I is, don't know. But, pe- but people love the podcast. And I do have to say, uh, as much as I hate podcasts, I also really do love them because yeah. it does offer a, a great medium for for spoken word, for talk. And, and you really can't get it on. You used to be able to get this uh, <clears throat> this wonderful sort of content that Marconi and I are doing on the regular radio. But now right. you can't because it's it's cheaper not to do it. So uh, there's podcasts and there's, there's clearly an appetite for people to want to go and seek this stuff out. And they, they, they enjoy it. I mean, podcasts are huge. And, and you know, I think if it would just, it just seems like so everyone's so self-important that it's annoys, annoys me to no end. Like, I don't understand like why it has to be that way. Every, every episode of every, I mean, I, I do this because I think it's fun. And sometimes people will say, well, how many listeners do you have? And I really, I don't look at that. I, cause no. I don't, cause I, and my, if, if my, you had a hundred thousand listeners though, would you look at it? I would probably know. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I would know, but that's the thing too, is like, you know, people, um, constantly like plugging their social media on something I just kind of feel like we're at the point where we shouldn't have to be saying like on an Instagram story, link in bio or swipe up or whatever. Just let people find it. And it's like we, you know, everyone has to tell somebody it's, to, it's, to it's subscribe. It, yeah. I don't like people telling me what to do all the time. Leave a comment, do the, and I, and people always say, well, you tell people that because if you don't, they probably won't. So, but now it's just forced conversation, like leave a comment or die, you know, like I, it's not that important. <laughs> like, like I would, I would rather somebody comment to me on Twitter, a special emoji, like leave a tooth <laughs> at Marconi Maloney, <laughs> you <know? laughs> then, you know, just so I know you listened to this, to this particular segment on this episode, leave a tooth at Marconi Maloney. Or at Eddie Barella. <laughs> right. We'll know. Yeah, we'll know. We'll know. <laughs> or wherever you get your teeth. Eddie Barella and Marconi Bologna. Mood Killers.